And we're back. Another uh, player profile interview for the Faction Champs coming up in a couple of weeks. Today I'm here with the Puck Master, the Green Man. Well, not the can't use the term Green Man, but maybe the uh, the Green Entrepreneur, the Elf Entrepreneur himself, uh, Jonathan Asquith. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm good, thank you, Trent. Pleasure to be here, mate. Thanks for having me on. No, no problem at all from our end. Uh, I know that. But you and I met playing. Did we actually meet playing Dota? We played against each other playing Dota. We used to pick Tinker and destroy us. We did, but we were sort of, you know, enemies across the other side of the battlefield at that point in time. And I think we only began to chat and, you know, talk shop and become friends through through Magic the Gathering. And then we sort of went about that and also then joined up and played some Dota together. So it's a beautiful thing coming together and meeting uh, meeting people that you really enjoy spending time with through your hobbies. And we've been fortunate enough to, you know, mingle two of those together. So we're pretty lucky. Yeah, I think I think so too. So you touched on that. Uh, I know that you personally were in the faction before I was. Uh, when did you first join the faction? Yeah, so... I was just scrolling down the Facebook page before <laughs> before actually trying to figure that out because I knew it was sometime not too long ago, but it was also fairly recent at the same time, which is a bit strange. Uh, so it was sort of towards the end of 2018. And how I sort of think it went about is uh, uh, it was sort of obviously through Next Level Games Preston is where um, you know a lot of us played our, our, our magic as our local game store. And I'd had a chat to Hoodie a couple of times when I first got into the game. Hoodie used to go down and play drafts on Friday night. And before I was sort of lured to the constructed format, I was a bit of a drafter myself, believe it or not. And sort of, yeah, got to know Hoodie through there and, you know, through the scene a couple of years later. I think it actually went something like when when Michael Hood uh, looked at table one at GP Brisbane and he saw myself against Lee Sheetian, he's like, I've got to have that man. And then when he realized Lee Shitian was in contract, he's like, oh, we better get that boarding bloke that's across the table from him. Um, so that's sort of how it went. And then, you know, I think there was an initiation ceremony. I was at Dallow's house with, um, I think it was Nathan Drew Whalen, Dallow and Hoodie. And there was, you know, the robes and the ceremony. I had to put my hand on some cursed uh, artifact and uh, get tickled with feathers and, you know, said a few magic words and... Yeah, then I was in the faction after that, mate. So yes, end of end of twenty eighteen, and it's been yeah, it's been a good time since. Well, your initiation was a lot better than mine. I just got this big fucking rock chain to my leg, and <laughs> I haven't been able to move since. So I mean, yeah, they've definitely they definitely upped the ante. Maybe they maybe they realised that their punishment wasn't uh, wasn't cruel enough after they they did it to you, and you stuck around and. Yeah, they, they thought we better go back to the drawing board and make sure we really get people in and they're going to stick around. <laughs> Just take a, take a page out of the stone cutters. Yeah, exactly. Freemasons from the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, all right, so you've been, you've been around oh, for a couple of years before... Well, you've been involved in the faction for a couple of years before COVID, mm. which is good. So you're involved in... You used to play, like, play the basketball and all that as well, right? Did you used to, to go down? Uh, no, I haven't played the basketball, but um, I pretty much grinded the uh, PP2Q scene with the boys and went to like, you know, the, some of the garage drafts and that where most of the time I was actually playing some random board game and trying to lure unsuspecting people into play something with me, which is what I tend to do. I get very excited about new things and I want to um, <laughs> I want to bring people along for the ride. And Gibbo and I actually have a term. It's uh, it, The origin of this is uh, Rift, which was an MMO back in the day. 
And when it, so this was the first sort of uh, instance where I said, oh, Joel, you've got to come play this game with me, mate. It's really, really good. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, trust me, you've got to do it. And then we picked up this MMO, you know, you chuck 20, 60 bucks into buying it. And then, you know, I played it for about all of an hour. And then <laughs> since then, anything that I've sort of lured Gibbo into that hasn't sort of taken off, we've called it a rifting. And he said, oh, you've rifted me here, Jono. And I reckon, <laughs> I reckon, I reckon probably... Nine out of every ten things that I try to get into is just a bit of a rifting, but then there's that one one in ten that's sort of like the diamond in the rough, which is like you know the odd game or the odd board game here and there that's uh, stuck. So, but you know you got to be in it to win it. Yeah, <laughs> much like Nathan in a uh, a Twitter giveaway. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I love the analogy because I know that you're also uh, you're pretty big and um, heavy into Flesh and Blood as well, right? Yeah, that's right. So I think uh, I haven't actually played, yeah, to be honest, a whole lot of Magic in the last few years. Um, I think I sort of got back into it uh, when there was a modern uh, Pro Tour qualifier event happening. It may, that may have been in 2019. Yeah, it must have been 2019. Um, so even then, before then, I wasn't playing too much. I think the last event was the RPTQ that we qualified for. Yourself, I think yep. Bren was there, Sahar. Uh, and Chissa, we all we all went up um, somewhere in uh, you know random place in New South Wales. I can't remember where it was. Um, Parama- Parramatta or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so I, since then, I, I didn't play much after that, and then sort of got back into it when I saw there was a cool collected company deck happening in in in, in modern and Elves was in that crash hot. So I picked up Heliod and tried to spike that PTQ season and ended up losing. Uh, the mirror of the semi-finals, which was against David at uh, Ringwood, uh, and he went on to have uh, that was a close, really close best of three, uh, and then he went on to have a pretty favourable matchup against uh, Tim Hughes on Amulet Titan um, to get the PT invite. So almost made it there, but then COVID happened anyway, and who knows if that PT actually went ahead. But um, yeah, since then, sort of yeah, got into Flesh and Blood in the last year and have been enjoying that as, as a hobby because, um, yeah, I really loved the the grind of the the magic um, tournament scene and rocking up each Saturday, uh, you know, seeing the same faces, playing different decks in the, in the same format. Um, oh, while I was, in, I was playing the same deck every time. Um, but, yeah, it was awesome having that scene. I really missed that and um, that's pretty much something that Fab copied and I've just sort of ran with that until – um, you know, magic makes a return, and maybe there's a place in it for me too. But um, yeah, until uh, you know, other than that, pretty keen to play uh, at, at faction champs, mate. It's going to be good. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, obviously, faction champs is phenomenal. The flesh and blood scene, as you just touched on, looks looks like it's uh, it's popping off. It's blowing up. The game is uh, the game is a really good fun. It's really competitive. Um, I know that the Melbourne the Melbourne fab scene is is growing uh, a lot, and hopefully once. Uh, once COVID decides to, you know, pack its bag up and fuck off, then there'll be a few mm. events such as like the P, like as you've touched the uh, the pro quests and, and the pro tour scene for Flesh and Blood will kick off, and yeah, that'll be really interesting. I'm um, I personally, like I said a, a while back, I'm definitely interested in getting involved with it and learning the game. Uh, I haven't obviously yet, just because of well, I mean. There's no reason to for me personally just yet, but mm. once it does, I know that it's going to be a. Uh, I'm going to be working a lot. I'll tell you that much because yeah, I'm going to have to be buying some decks, I think. But anyway, actually, there's a. I believe we're doing a, a fab draft on the Friday night of the faction champs. Correct. 
That's right. That's right. So I am I am hosting uh, a Flesh and Blood uh, Tales of Aria uh, draft event on on the Friday night. Uh, I'm just sort of putting a box up because, as as you say, like, I really like the game and I think it's got a bright future. The Mel- the Melbourne scene is growing and growing, and we've got some ProQuest coming up. And I just hopefully you know, I I think this is one of the one in tens. I don't think Flesh and Blood is a rifting. <laughs> I know I'll go on the record and say it. I think it's a really good game. Uh, no, definitely not. I think you're right. So yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I said I'll put a box up. People just come have a draft for free. See if you like the game. It's not going to be too serious or anything. I'm not going to give a lecture, you know, beforehand about how to, you know, min max the draft. I'm just going to say, look, here's what the three heroes do. Um, here's how to play. Just, just have fun with it. You know, don't try and spike the event. Um, I'll be. I actually pulled out of the draft to let to let Timmy in, so I, I can just uh, run run the event on, on the Friday night. Just lurk around the tables. Uh, if anyone's got a question, throw their hand up and I'll help out with like rules and stuff and interactions. And uh, yeah, just, just as an opportunity to give people uh, a go because uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but I did, oh, was it? No, it was last year, of course. Yeah, it's January now. Yeah, last year I did a, little, uh, a bit of a showcase um, about about the game and um, got some interest from, from the team, which was really good. And um, a couple of people outside of the team to come in and have a listen. Um, and yeah, so since then, so the, the same people have said, oh yeah, I became to play still. So, you know, the likes of, uh, uh, Dogen, Hoodie and, and, and Brint have come along as well. Timmy as, as, as well. Um, and a few of the other faction boys who are already, um, you know, somewhat invested in, in fab in, in the form of, uh, uh, Alex, Alex Chisser and, and Brayden too. So yeah, it, sh- it should be really fun, man. And, um, yeah, I'll just be on the, on the sidelines running it, but I'm more than, more than happy to do that because, um, yeah, I'd love to see. You know, card card games bring people together, and that's just that's just the best thing, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, like you said, the showcase you put on last year was was really good, and um, just small things like this to you know give people a give people a, an apple, and and hopefully they enjoy mm. it, and then they go and buy buy a bag of apples. So that'll be really good. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, man. I'll be a greengrocer. But uh, yeah, no, that was one of the initiatives I sort of. Um, you know, this this was pre-dad Jono, so he was full of ambition and uh, ideas and had time aplenty on his hands. And uh, he pre-dad Jono said he would run a faction uh, fab podcast. And you know, three months into being a dad, he hasn't really touched that uh, space at all. But um, look, it's uh, still still back of mind and something I'd, I'd like to do. Uh, but I think I just need to get some rhythm in sort of my getting my. Uh, you know, your life as a family together before I can uh, venture back into my uh, sort of adventures in that space. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, all good things take time, and it sounds like you know your time's pretty stretched with your family, so that's gonna that obviously takes a lot of time. And then podcasts, trust me, I know take their fair amount yeah. of time as well. So yeah, it's a it's a tough balance. But speaking of time. Uh, how much time have you found for Crimson Vow and Highlander for this faction champs? I'd say compared to previous uh, events, the most time of all, which is, yeah, I might seem a little bit contradictory to what I just said a little bit, but I think mainly in terms of actually actively putting the time in to do it as opposed to, like, because I had a vested interest in wanting to do so. Uh, I think the first faction champs, uh, what was it? I, I didn't know his card in draft. I picked up, I think, mono red in standard, uh, and that was a very poor event for old Alley. Um, and then the second faction champs that I participated in, I did some. I was playing a bit of Moto at the time, and I actually enjoyed the Pioneer format at the time. So I was playing Bant Spirits, uh, once again a collected company deck. Very big fan of that. 
so I put in a few moto leagues in, in Pioneer, you know, a couple of 5.0s here and there and did well in the constructed portion. Um, and then once again, no idea what a limited card did in that format. I think I had some some clock tower by the end of it and I I was missing his counters because I didn't realize it was every upkeep or whatever until Brent pointed out about, you know, three turns in. He's like, yeah, Johnny, you've missed about six counters, mate. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, but this time around, I've actually played some um, some Crimson Vow Limited on, on Magic Arena. Um, I think I've done about 15 drafts and I've only, whatever the equivalent of, of trophying is, twice. So my strike rate is pretty bad. I had some lessons with, with Dallo and I, I've had some... Uh, you know, a couple of Discord sessions with with Gibbo as well. So I think I have a, an okay read on on what's good and what isn't. Um, I think just from a limited perspective, uh, my I, I, I struggle with bringing things together in limited. So I can evaluate cards uh, as they come, but when it comes to putting the whole package together and understanding where to pivot and, and things like that, there's a lot of skill to limited, and I, I'm not there yet. But I've, I've put a little bit of time in, um, and Highlander. Oh man, it's been rough so far. I think I had three games against Leo and Leo, I was on the play every time, but Leo just put a key in some box and just won the game with infinite turns. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, okay, interesting. And that was three games in a row. So I shook Leo's hand and I said, oh, well, yeah, I didn't really have much chance there. And then I bashed against Chissa yesterday and just beat my head in about five times in a row with, with blue-red. And I was thinking, hmm, maybe I've lost it as a, as a constructed player too. Um, but then I, I sort of brought it back together a little bit and won a few in a row against him. So it's going okay. But I do have an interesting fact for you uh, with, regard, with regards to my Faction Champs records. I, I am, how would I, how would I say this? Oh, yeah, I'm 0x in limited and xo in constructed. So if my previous record has anything to show for what's going to happen uh, come a couple of weekends' time. I should do okay in Highlander, but we'll, we'll see. This isn't a format that I've really played outside of 10 games on Cockatrice. <laughs> That's really cool that you know your exact record for... And you've played in three of them? Oh, sorry, this will be this will be the third one. So you've played in two. That's right. So this this will be this will be the third one. Um, haven't top eight at any because they're limited heavy. And uh, yeah, I haven't won a game of that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well... <laughs> Maybe we can maybe we can work something out the next couple of weeks. Maybe prep maybe prep the prep the barrel or the rifle a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll pick up a few of those Voldaren Epicure guys, and I should be right. <laughs> that's cool though. That that's it's, um it's awesome to hear that you've you know despite you with you know, your young child and a busy mm. a busy schedule, you've still managed to find time to put aside to want to at least. Uh, do well at the, at this at this tournament. I think that that is, you know, I I think that that's really good to hear because the people that organise it, like the you know the faction committee, and that they they go to the effort to to put this on for us. And I think um, I think Pete or someone who who I spoke to um, in the last week was like, well, you know, this is the bare minimum that that I expect is to be able to not go and read cards you know is to actually be uh amicable and apply yourself to the draft and and make the form make the format and the tournament and the games within it uh all exciting and enjoyable and, and not just sitting there not knowing what you're doing i think that mm. i mean me personally i've never enjoyed that in anything that i've ever done but uh i think that that is uh yeah i, th- I think it's a tip to the hat to you and, and to the committee that you know there's a there's a good respect there 
Yeah, I think respect is the key word, man. That's really well said. I think, you know, when, when you see the passion as well that that Hoodie, as an example, has for this team and for what what place we have in the community, you know, he's always saying things along the lines of we have a really special place that, you know, that's the envy of the the MTG uh, world in Australia and he's, he's absolutely spot on. We do things as a, as a team. Uh, he puts in the work. A lot of people put in work behind the scenes and really the bare minimum sort of I can do is to uphold the, the spirit of the team, get involved and, and have, have some fun. And uh, yeah, absolutely, mate. These, these events are something that everyone looks forward to each, each year. Um, and yeah, I'm so grateful that even in COVID times we're able to get something happening. So yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome, man. And I, I was just, yeah, it's the least I can do to put in some um, effort this time and hopefully have some good games at Champs 4. Love it. Love it. And uh, speaking of fun, I'm going to ask you a few questions now Who then you can have as much fun with them as you like. Who's winning it? Who's winning the damn thing? Oh, who's winning Faction Champs? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for... Oh, in terms of... I guess there is more... Dr- no, there's, there's a draft and then there's four Highlander rounds, right? Sorry, yeah. To preface, we have uh, a Crimson Vale draft followed by four rounds of Highlander and then the top eight is again a Crimson Vale draft. Okay, okay, gotcha. So, yeah, interesting because I know a, a cohort of the faction, uh, including yourself, uh, are big Highlander fans and you guys have been putting in a lot of uh, effort and tweaking and testing and grinding the tournaments, um, the online ones as, as well that you guys are running with POG. So it'd be I'd be hard past to sort of uh, pick someone who is outside of that circle, uh, but I will for fun, and uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Christopher Bradley. I reckon uh, Chris in his in his bungalow in Bandura, he's been you know it doesn't matter that it's 38 40 degrees in that bungalow of his. He's got he's got a he's got a fan on his desk. He's playing arena on one screen. He's playing moto on the other screen, and he's practicing, mate. I, I reckon he's going to come, and he's going to come hard at this tournament. And it, by hell or fire, he's going to get it done. So, Christopher Bradley, you heard it here first, or well, I reckon first anyway. I haven't listened to the other ones yet. Definitely a first. <laughs> so, uh, who is uh, who is he beating in the finals then? Uh, this this Chris Bradley that you speak of. Hmm. Who's he going to beat? Um... Well, we've had a, we've got some pretty good limited players in the faction. Uh, I reckon he's going to beat you, Trent, and I reckon you're going to be filthy, mate. Now you're 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 a good sport, so I reckon you'll shake his hand at the end. But uh, it's yeah, it's going to be Christopher that's walking away with the with the trophy, and uh, you're going to be shaking hands with uh, the faction boys and grabbing a beer and uh, thinking about what could have been. Might need more than a beer <laughs> after that one. <laughs> no, that'd be that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah, that's uh, that's my prediction. And uh, who gets ninth? Who gets ninth? Okay. Um, who gets ninth? Who's got a, who's got the most history of ninth in this team? I think Bronson's had a couple of ninths. Um, Hoodie strikes me as a ninth type operator. <laughs> Hoodie Hoodie's had a few ninths. Yeah, Hoodie's had a few ninths. I think that uh, Hoodie is ahead in the predictions for ninth at the moment. I think it's um, Hoodie. Kyle and Bronson are all in ninth. Yeah, it's funny because I was going to say Kyle next as well. You know what? I'm going to back myself in for ninth. I'm going to not make top <laughs> no, eight and come ninth. No, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Come on. Commentator's curse, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to have a, uh, a winning in for uh, 
the Highlander match, and then I'm going to go against Papak or something, and he's just going <laughs> to summon summon a dark god from the graveyard on turn zero. That I just it's like my little Lanner elves there, like trying to throw magic bolts at him or something, and just goes up about three meters and fizzles in the air, and then yeah, some, some demon rains fire. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think you want to play against Papak. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, fair enough. All right, well, let's hope. That uh, that doesn't come to fruition, and uh, maybe you can somehow dodge the unfair matchups and yep. bully the uh, bully the matchups you're good against. Which hopefully there is some, and if not, hopefully you can work it out and and uh, change the deck to make it so. Yeah, hopefully, man. Um, like I said, I only have a handful of games with the Highland deck, but my my deck itself is pretty linear, and they're the decks I like to play. So straightforward, proactive game plan. If you're doing something that's faster than me, good for you. I probably won't beat you. Uh, if you're doing something that's a little bit fairer and I can go over the top of, that's sort of where I want to be. So, yeah, pretty, pretty much the light way I like to play Magic, dude. Just pretty pretty linear, pretty aggressive, pretty in-your-face. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully that bodes well against uh, the, the collective team of 22 individuals or whatever who will be there. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we've got uh, roughly 22 at the moment, which, yeah, it's going to shaping up to be uh, pretty interesting. I know that there's a bunch of people testing and talking about it. Yeah. Every day it gets closer. Is every day the nerves go up for people that want to uh, want to win it? So, I think we'll leave it there, my dude. Thanks for your time. Um, it's very interesting to hear, you know, where you are. And like I said, it's good that you've you found some time. Hopefully, you can find a little bit more time, and hopefully, we can avoid that ninth place curse and, and give it to Kyle. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries, Trent. Thanks for having me on, dude. And yeah, really looking forward to the tournament. No worries. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll be back probably, hopefully, soon with a couple of others. I know Ian's got a few on tonight, myself as well. But uh, we endure, and I uh, hope you guys endure too and listen to the rest of them. But, uh, yeah, that'll do it for this one. And uh, thank you very much, and bye, Kyle. See you, guys. Bye.